Hi, I'm Marty Grizzani, and this is The Marty Grizzani Show. As a full-time real estate investor and business owner, I have a real fascination of finding the key principles for business success and personal development. This show is a reflection of my personal mission to find out what truly makes somebody successful in business and in life. We will find tools and tactics that they've used to reach those levels. If you're the type of person is not satisfied with average and you have a hunger for learning that will never cease, this show is for you. Welcome to the show. Before you, before you say anything, because I want to introduce you. And the way I introduce on the Marty Grizzani show, my first episode. See, what happens, Justin, is people are going to go back, you know, years and years of this catalog. And they're going to go, I wonder who was the first episode. I wonder who the first guest was on this show. So before I introduce you, before you can say anything, all right, before you can talk, I want to say a little something about you. Justin is somebody who I look up to. He is a mentor to me. He may not know that. He is somebody who I believe is living right now his true self life. I think he had to find it, which is what I wanted to get into today. And I know there was a number of different uh, barriers to get to where he is today, which is another reason why I wanted him on. You know, for the audience, as you know, this show is about interviewing all stars, world class people. And he just happens to be world class and not just business, but also with his family. And I'm, uh, I'm very excited to have him. One of the reasons why I wanted him on too is not just to talk about how good of a, a person he is, but uh, he was able to start a business, which in itself is very tough, profit in that business, which again is another story, okay? Anybody can, you know, it takes a special person to start a business. That takes an even special person to make money in their business, but then he was able to sell his business. So he is your entrepreneur's favorite entrepreneur. And I know I say that about everybody, but this time I mean it. Justin Francisco, welcome to the show. <laughs> Mark. Marty, can, can I make a request? Can you introduce me that way to anybody that we meet in the future <laughs> and in person and I shake their hand? That would be great. That would I be a great you, request. <laughs> I, I swear. I swear. And that was, and that's all true. And this is really exciting because I, I've no, I've known you and we've, we've become good friends, but I don't think that people know who you are and they should. You had a show and it was a great show on YouTube. You had a podcast that I loved and I was, uh, it was nice enough that you had me on there. But if you could just let the audience know a little bit of who you are, you know, what you do. And, uh, and then I want to get into some of the, um, in some of the more sexy stuff about the business and, and the selling of that. But if you could just give us a little bit of a heads up on who you are. So Marty, I think you did a, a great job explaining a little bit. I think it's, for the audience listening, it's pretty serendipitous. I ran a podcast called Mindful Impact. And my initial goal was just to get deeper into spiritual, spiritual leaders and business leaders and see what that was all about. And it turned into something pretty neat where I interviewed 100 people. And my first one that I had on was Marty. And it's pretty serendipitous, as I said, where it came full circle. And you asked me to be on as your uh, first... Um, guinea pig. I don't know. I guess that may not be the right word, but um, I'm excited to, to talk to Certainly. talk 
whatever. Yeah. So he, he mentioned family. Marty mentioned family. I'm a father uh, first and foremost and a husband first and foremost. Family is hands down number one priority in my life. Uh, I have a six-year-old daughter, almost seven. And I also have a son who is just turned four years old. And uh, that's, that's my number one focus. And second, after that, really right now in my life at 37 years old is um, business and impact. So we can start wherever you'd like, Marty, when it comes to selling, selling business, where it started a story. I mean, wherever we want to go with this. No, I think uh, you're absolutely right. You are a father first. You know, it was funny. Uh, just before we got on the show, Justin showed me uh, what he was doing. He was like, hey, by the way, if it gets a little noisy, you know, the kids are going to bed. They had a little bath time. It was just you can tell that. Uh, here i'll pull it right up i'll pull it up right here marty so i texted you right beforehand <laughs> yeah. so, so you understand and this is my my truth you know i i texted him a picture of the kids in the bath my son's pouring water on his head yeah. and he said in case i said in case you're wondering what goes on behind the scenes before our call and uh that's the, yeah. the picture if you're watching on video yeah. so yeah, yeah i mean that's the truth like I, i'm gonna i'm gonna get family time in and um and i even over over the course of my business life, my entrepreneur life, uh, I was always now in the beginning of this, you said that I'm living, um, I guess, maybe in my truth or, or, or I'm living my life. I can't remember the exact words you were said. Yeah. The truth is, is it's a it's an everyday discovery hmm. um, and an everyday balance hmm. where I try to find that it's an everyday effort, kind of not like a forceful effort but an awareness, paying attention to how I'm balancing work, family, um, life, and everything else, friends and everything else that comes into it. Do you think that, um, uh, Justin, do you think that like every day you wake up and you're like, all right, this is a new, it's like every day is, is new, but do you, I feel like, I feel like you are able to, like when you wake up, are you saying, hey, I know I, you know, I have my business, I have my family, but is it like, an, is it like literally an adventure for you every day? Interesting question. So right now is a lot different than it was 10 years ago or even five years ago. And that's what I really like about life is where if, if you open yourself up and allow yourself to constantly grow and learn, um, life can be an adventure every single day. Uh, that's not to say it's an easy adventure or not a painful one at times, right? We take the good with the bad, but I, I've been in a position where I'm waking up at 5.00 AM every single day, doing my, my meditation, my reading, uh, my journaling. I actually learned it from a book called uh, what millionaires do before 8.00 AM. And it's called the savers method. Have you heard of that? I, I think we it. discussed it before. Yeah. I mean, I got, I went, I went, hard into it. I mean, I was Wait, Justin, up. say what the savers is for the people who don't know. So savers uh, method. Now, if I remember correctly, it was it's silence. And then it which is meditation first thing. So when you wake up in the morning, you do your S A V E R S. So silence. Um, can do you remember what a is affirmations, affirmations? Um, v I read this book four years ago, so yeah. I, I don't yep. remember exactly what they were, but I just know the order of what I do. Right. So you have visualizations, E exercise, exercise. Yep. R, R is reading, reading and 
Yes is tough because it's it's scribing. Scribing, which is, right, which is journaling. journaling. So yeah, so those I don't name them those those specific things, right? right? But that's what I learned it. So I wake I woke up every day, I did that, right? I did each one. And it took me about an hour to go through the whole thing. And when I first did it, it was so out of my comfort zone and unordinary for me because I loved sleeping in. My <laughs> wife would look at me like I have three heads. She's like, Who are you? What are you doing? This is weird. You know, and I just, which I totally have empathy and compassion for because I'm sure for her, it was super weird after like a week, it just felt normal. Right. And I look forward to doing it every day. I did it while my, now this is for anyone, anyone listening that has family. I did it um, kind of, I started with my son. It just happened to be the timing. I'll take a step back. A lot of people, um, I'm not like this. I know it's in some people's personality, but they'll say, I'll, I'll start on Monday, right? Oh, I'll start next month after my vacation. I just do it. Right. Okay. So I hear, Oh, this book is good. I read it. Okay. I'm going to do it tomorrow. Like I don't, I don't, cho don't choose a certain, because usually what happens is we just kind of procrastinating and then that's just going to roll into us choosing, Oh, I won't do that today. I'll do that tomorrow. And then you just end up falling off anyway. So I just jump right into it. And I think that's a big um, attribute, a, a strong attribute when it comes to entrepreneurship too. I think it's the one thing that just misses between somebody that has ideas and someone that executes is just doing it. I mean, you know, you have a ton of houses and I don't. And the reason I don't have houses because, <laughs> because I haven't done it yet. And I, I've, we've had conversations where I'm like, I just need to do it. I just need to invest in my first house. I just can't, I just haven't done it. Um, so, and I, and I just, and I did it while my son was born uh, right around, I don't know, he was a few months old. So he was playing this game with me and anybody that has a newborn understands where I'd wake up at five and he'd wake up at five Oh five. And I'd say, okay, you're going to play that with me. I'm going to wake up at four 30. So I get up a half hour before you. Yes. And then he'd wake up at four 35. Yeah. So it didn't matter. Like after a while, what time I woke up, he would just get up. So then I had to have like this thing where some days uh, my wife would uh, get up. Some days I would get up just so I can do my routine. Right. Or I'd get up and then I'd wait for her to get up and then I'd go and do my routine. So you just work around your situation. But anyway, where I was going with that was I was, and then I, and then I took some time off of it for a little while. Um, and then I got back into it a little bit and I did that. And you could, this is, I'm answering what you said earlier about living in your, um, your truth and your, in your happiness or, yes. and you kind of just be, become aware of at certain points in your life, certain things are going to matter more and certain things are going to make you happy certain things. And you, you just, you play this dance every day um, in, a, in a gentle way, right. Kind of just flowing with, with life. And that's, that's right now um, kind of how I play life when it comes yeah, to Yeah, And mornings. you figured, I think you figured it out. Like I really do. I, I really feel like, and I, and I just, I know like no one ever figures it out, but I think you're going down the right, you're going down a path that I inspire to go down. And, and I know it didn't start, there right because i know that because if we go back even further right i know you started your career because i know a little bit about you so you st you started your career at a sales company and do you think that being in sales helped with your entrepreneurship and and even more so did it discipline you because one of the things you talked about was doing these morning routines and i know for morning routines and i know for you know, you know, entrepreneurship, like anything, starting a diet, going to the gym, you can be motivated and it could work for a month. Right. And you could maybe become a business owner for a month or, you know, work on something for a month or two, but 
discipline really comes into play here for it to be something that's long lasting. And I know some, and I know these things that you do, meditation, your business, obviously you've, you've taken it to the, you know, the duration to accomplish your goals. Do you think that being in sales helped out with that? Yeah. So let me, you said a lot in that and I want to answer all of it. Um, I am a, I became a meditation teacher just because of how much uh, daily meditation practice <clears throat> completely changed my life in ways that I can't even articulate. And uh, so I decided I wanted to become a teacher, learn more, get deeper into it. Uh, so that's just a side note. But to answer your question, here's my philosophy. Here's what I kind of figured out over the years is I think there's I have this natural energy, okay, that only a, like a certain percentage of people have, you know, that outgoing, get energy off of talking to people. And I'm, I'm sure you can relate to this, right? You're some people walk in a room and that's not where they get their energy from. After an hour, they're drained. They want to go you to have sleep. You, you have that. Right? Which is fine. Like that's totally okay. Um, I naturally have the, well, you know, back when we started at sales of the same company together, I, I graduated a computer programming degree, but I was super outgoing. So, you know, at that time I was young, drinking a lot, still getting up, making sales. I couldn't, you know, I could never do that now at 37. Right. Um, but that was just natural for me. Like there was no secret. There was no, um, you know, I would look at people and say, what do you mean? Why don't, why can't, why don't you have that ability to just start talking to somebody jibber jabber and sell them something, uh, go back, be pumped, get excited, you know, all that stuff. I was just go, 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 go. Like full steam ahead, nonstop. How can I make money? How can I like drink, uh, hook up with <laughs> girls? You know what I mean? Like that was, sure. that was just it. That was my mindset. Um, throughout life, <clears throat> that changes. And also when it comes to entrepreneurship, the sales aspect of things did help a lot. I learned a lot in there. Um, but I don't, I'm not sure. Like, I guess sales plays a lot. You're always selling yourself. Right. Um, I had a person on my podcast. It was, I mean, I don't even want to mention that. Never mind. So it was, yeah. Sales has a lot to do with entrepreneurship. Does that kind of answer your question? It does. It does. And I think, um, I think what I'm really getting at with that is that I think with sales, you really are running your own business, so to speak, because you have your own, office in a way of like, Hey, you have to make sure you hit a certain number. You learn a ton about business itself. I yeah. was just thinking, Hey, did that help when you started your business? Because the other thing that you did is cause you have a, you have an interesting career. You, you go from a salesperson and then you go into insurance, which is like the most boring thing in the entire planet, in my opinion. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so, so obviously you know, there was, you didn't stay there very long, but what was, what was your thoughts there? Like, Hey, I'm going to go in sales I'm gonna, and I'm going to, I'm going to take this on. But cause like, here's what I'm getting at. There was a lot of barriers to get to where you ended up selling your business for over seven, you know, for seven okay. figures. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yes. There was. So yeah, to lead up to that now, the, <laughs> here's the truth. I, my memory of like your, those times is so gone. Like I'm 
like I, I don't, I'm not someone that holds on to the past that thinks sure. about the past a lot. And especially with my meditation practice, it's just as like present moment, present moment, present moment, next step, next step, next step. And that's like all my brain goes to. Right. So you asked me these questions, reminiscing about uh, working at a sales company, all that. I don't think about that that much. Right. That's fair. That's fair. But um, yeah. So, I mean, in college, I joined like three multi-level marketing companies, MLMs, ACN, um, I can't remember the other two. I did Cutco where I sold knives. You know, I did everything to hustle. I mean, I was just a pure hustler, right? Um, and that's just, again, uh, that was just a natural, there's no explaining I didn't do anything special, right? It was just naturally, instinctively in me to hustle like that. So anytime a roadblock came up, anytime for, so I left, I left there, I went, I was making you know, I'll just say I was making like 60 grand at my sales job, right? I left there to make $30,000 at a state farm insurance agency. So I cut my income in half. I didn't care. What I wanted to do was start my own insurance agency. So I went there. I did an apprenticeship. I got approved by the board at state farm to open up my own state farm insurance office. I had to do a big presentation in front of a bunch of big wigs and it went well. And I was super young at the time. And then I realized after like really thinking and looking at my boss at the time, he was that guy. And that's fine. Like, I don't, like if you're an insurance agency, an agent, fine, but you become the, the, that person. So every time you're around a friend, I was like selling them insurance. Mm. <laughs> you know, I, mean? so I was always trying to sell a policy. It's tough. Yeah, Again, it's tough. It's the hustler mentality. So like, I just don't want to be that, that person right now. So um, I started a cornhole league, cornhole league of Rochester. Yeah, I wanted to meet it. people. Yeah. You, you played in it, right? I played. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I wanted to meet people. I it was probably the most eye-opening, fun. You know those feelings in life that you get that you know you can never repeat. Yeah, like the feeling of selling a business. Like I'll never get that feeling again. You know mm -hmm. that. Like I remember the phone call. I'm sitting there making dinner with my wife, and we're drinking a glass of wine, and my phone rings, and it was like, "Hey, check your bank account." it's officially been wired and we look at each other and we're like, okay. You know, it was like this weird moment. <laughs> like you can feel it. It's amazing. And nobody else is around. Our kids are like waiting for us to feed them. <laughs> you know what? I, like people think there's this, this like Eureka moment where you're just there and there's a million, there's like hundreds of people around you and you're like slapping high fives and you're pouring Dom Perignon bottles on you. Right. When you sell your <laughs> you're not doing that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was, I was like, I, I told you the exact scenario. Right. And it was a great feeling. Like I was super grateful. We were pumped. We were happy. And, um, but you know, never uh, very hard to get that again. So when I started that cornhole business, it was the first time ever I ventured on my own and like started something from scratch and right. actually had people in it. And so I was going to the sponsors, getting sponsors and all that. And I just had this invigorating feeling of like loving the interactions I was making, the relationships I was creating, the connections I was having. And I realized at that time that I wanted this feeling all the time. Mm. So it was kind of at that moment where I'm just like, all right, I need to do biz like business, entrepreneurship, start my own thing, run my own stuff. And that's when I reached out to a friend online that was doing um, uh, internet marketing stuff. I've been following him for a little while on Facebook. And this was back in 2011 and um, kind of, I don't, I've been told this too many times, but I just, he, I said, Hey, can I buy you lunch? And he goes, let me, I'll buy you lunch. Um, we'll meet at uh, Moe's. So we met at Moe's and I sat down and I'm just a straightforward person. I was like, all right, 
I don't want to get scammed here. I don't want to do something stupid. Show me your bank account and prove to me that you're making money. Oh, wow. Wolf of Wall Street style. <laughs> if you show me you make $70,000 a month, I'll come work for you. You know, at the time in 2011, his bank account had like 120 grand in it. And I was like, I'm, I, you know, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen 20 grand, you know, in a bank account at that time. So I was, sure. I was in shock. And at that moment I was, I was, it was over with. I'm like, sh I went to his house. I went to state farm. Then I went to his house every day until 9 PM made him show me his work every single day. My wife was like, are you ever going to be home? I'm like, no, I'm learning this business. Went in, um, then, and just started doing it myself for fast forward, long story short. Um, I thought I knew what I was doing. And after spending about $40,000 on credit cards and having about $300 left in my bank account, um, I'm sitting there on my couch watching Sopranos. It's a beautiful summer day. I got all the shades down in my house. Um, so it's really dark in the room. And I, I'll never forget this moment. I'm just, I have my hand, I'm like my hands are, and there's obviously a lot that led up to this, <laughs> but I'm just having my head in my hands. And I'm not, I'm not a crier um, at all. I wasn't a crier, I'm a little bit more now, but I just tears of like, what am I going to do? My wife had no idea. I was married. She had no clue that I racked up all this credit card debt. This really? is not something I recommend, but again, it was just my personality. Just go, 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 go right. do whatever it takes. And uh, I went online and I knew there was an event coming up. So one of the things that um, someone told me is that you got to go to events to connect and make relationships and meet people. Sure. So I messaged a few people I did business with online and that I knew were going. And I asked if, uh, if they knew of a free place to stay or anywhere I could stay that was super cheap. I had just enough money on my credit card, no exaggeration, $600 for a flight to Denver and back. That's where the event was. And um, I booked it before I even knew if I had a room. I said, screw it, I'm going. I'll figure okay. my room out. Like I was just going to fly there and find somewhere to stay. Love like that, that was my, because that's that was my last desperate attempt. Like this was literally it. And again, I don't recommend this. I'm just telling you how the risk I took. Um, the person online ended up saying, Hey, you know, it was like a day before, I think if I remember correctly. And he's like, Hey, you can stay with me. And I had a, he gave me a cell phone. It's like, sweet. And I did a little bit of business with him, a couple of wires back and forth um, over the past few months when I was trying to build this internet business. And I show, I'll never forget. I show up, he's at a rooftop, uh, having a drink at a rooftop bar. And I show up and I text him. I'm like, I'm here. And he texts me back. No, you're not. And I said, yeah, where are you? What are you wearing? And I went over to him and he was like, he turned like ghost white, right? Because he, he couldn't believe, because he was like, I can't believe you showed up. Like no one shows up. Oh, wow. <laughs> no one actually does what they say they're going to do, especially <laughs> something like this, right? Yeah, yeah. And I, you know, never met. And he's like, all right, I guess we got to figure it out. And we had to get a cot put in the room because he didn't have that big of a room. That is and amazing. He slept on the cot and actually gave me the bed which was super cool. Uh, but it was like four nights or five nights and didn't even know it. He knew all the top people at this event. So I started getting connected and introduced to all these top people, came back with some ideas and some new connections, hit, hit up my now business partner that I sold the company with. Um, and I was like, hey, you know, I have an idea. Here's how you can get involved. Here's my part. Let's do it. 
we did it together and took off four months later. I paid off all the credit card debt. And honestly, I mean, it's been a little roller coaster since obviously, but uh, COVID hit. And um, during COVID, I was like, you know, I'm just going to buckle down. And we'll talk more about this because there's some interesting pieces to it, but I'm just going to buckle down and try and sell this company. So we, that's what we did. And we ended up finding just by the, by luck, found somebody and ended up closing the deal in November of last year for high seven figures. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> you know, what's crazy about that story. And it's, it's something where <laughs> I kind of hope it's not what has got to happen, but it's like, it's almost like you always have to be like a dollar away from bankruptcy. Like, why is it that every story has to be a dollar away from bankruptcy? And it's like, I don't necessarily want to do that, right? But that's why we have podcasts, right? That's why we, you didn't have those luxuries back then. You didn't, you weren't like a, you know, I know you were a student for sure, but you know, you, you know, that's the thing. It's like, Hey, this is why I'm doing this. This show is for me, <laughs> you know, for those listening, good for you if you're listening. All right. Congrats. But. This show is about for it is really my journey to find out how I can do it. And, uh, and, and, you know, there's different ways of doing it. And Justin hasn't, you know, there's 27 ways to be a successful business owner. And, and now Justin's thrown us the 28th, which is, Hey, I fly to Denver on uh, a hope and a dream. And literally I think when there's no plan B, and you didn't have a plan B, that's when the magic happens. Is that, would you say that's true? At that point, I had one track mind. I had no other plan. And yeah, maybe, maybe. I mean, it could have went the complete opposite where I went and learned nothing. But I mean, that's why it's, that's why there's so much luck. I think anybody you talk to that had any sort of financial success will tell you there's a lot of luck involved. I did how did what are the chances that the person that said yes to me staying with them was plugged in with all the top people at this industry event? I mean, there was thousands of people at this event and they were with all the top. And I'm like, what are the chances of that, right? That's luck. So I learned some things I would have never learned if I was just put with somebody who had a back row seat at the place. But don't you think that also, because you're right, but don't you think it actually maybe the answer was exactly what that guy said to you when you showed up? No one ever goes there. No one ever actually takes me up on this. No one actually ever comes here. Yeah, so I'm glad you just that, mentioned that. You're right. Marty, so uh, what I've learned dealing with a lot of individuals uh, with my network that I had, I had to deal with a lot of people. The, it's so simple to separate yourself from your competition. The reason my network sold and no one else's did was because we actually said what we do. Hmm. So when an, when an affiliate, they're called affiliate and advertisers, when somebody messaged me and asked for something or had a, an, or, or uh, asked for a favor and I said, yes, I followed through. And if I, if I didn't right away, I got to them the next day or the next day after that and just said, hey, sorry, I didn't get back to you right away. Um, but here's the answer or whatever. That's so good. That's you know, so or good. here's a, so it's, it's, that easy because if you really take inventory throughout your day and listen to what people say what they but their actions don't follow what they say oh i'm gonna oh i'm gonna work out this this month i'm really hard 
you know, I'm going to, I'm going to do it. I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, I don't believe in worrying about losing weight and all that, but I'll just say like, I'm going to lose 15 pounds this month. I'm going to work really hard. I'm going to go two a days. And that person does it for like three days and they stop. Or they say, Hey, I want to meet you at the gym um, every day, every Thursday and Friday for, for the next year. Let's do it together. They show up for the first one or two, and then they're starting to make excuses after that. I mean, this is like 98% of the world that does this. So that's why it's so easy. And this is just, that's just, I'm trying to make a relatable example exercise, which everybody is always up and down on. Um, That's just a small example, but there's so many different points in our life where we're talking about doing something or telling somebody we're going to do something. And then we forget and don't do it. It's so easy to separate yourself from everybody else by just doing it. Boom. That's, that's a dropping bomb. That's a Bradley dropping bomb right there. You're right. I think that is, that's the separator is people actually doing it. You know, I will say this, it takes maybe 20% to actually say, Hey, Justin, I'm going to do this. Cause a lot of people won't even do that. Right. Like, Hey, I'm going to go to the gym. There's some people who are like, yeah, I'm not going to the gym. I'm just, they're not even going to try. They're not even going to say they're going to try. <laughs> right. I, but you, I, I'd right? rather have them say that. I'd rather have somebody say, no, I'm not going. I don't, it's not for me. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, you're right. Right? You're probably right. Yeah, you're Marty. probably right. You're probably right. You're right. Well, think about this. I, I invest. Okay. So for everybody listening, I invest with uh, properties with Marty, right? Uh, what do you call me? What am I? A you're a lender. Yeah, lender. You're, you're, okay. you're a lender. lender. You're a partner with me, really. You're a partner. Yeah. So I told, like, I told Marty that I've wanted to do that. And when the opportunity came up, he asked me and I could have flaked and said, oh, no, I didn't really mean that I wanted to do that. I was just like saying, you know, like maybe sometime, like maybe, you know, that thing, which I'm sure you might have gotten before. And I was like, okay, where do I send the check? When? You did. And I said, didn't, didn't, he didn't have to chase me for the check. No, you, you you know, I drove over there, sent it done. Okay. And the other day you asked me something about Calendly and I didn't get back to that day. So that morning I knew, I said, you know, I didn't get back to Marty about that. I was going to tell my column. So I text you. I said, Hey, yesterday I told you I get back. I apologize. Um, you good to talk about Calendly. And you're like, yeah, this was like three days ago. So what that, what it comes down to, I think is awareness. So in meditation, being present and aware is, extreme it's, it's what it's about like presence awareness peace joy all that stuff too but there's there's activities that like okay do you know individuals that say say things you know how we we're talking about earlier like i have a natural energy yes okay i looked into that throughout the spiritual situation I went through and a lot of it's natural, but there's a lot of reasons I realized why there's energy there. So let's go, let's flip the opposite side. You talk to people who are tired often. Mm. And a lot of times they're seeing this just naturally I'm tired. But when we actually step back and take inventory and look at the activities we're doing throughout the day, we actually realize that we're doing a lot more to contribute to energy draining activities than energizing activities. Mm-hmm. 
So here's what I, here's what I did. And this is, um, I'll tell you, and I want every, this has to do with selling the business. So that's why I'm going to talk about this. Um, I mean, we had a third business partner, love him to death, still talked to him, just got off the phone with him yesterday. We have no ill will. It just wasn't working together, but we tried and we pushed the ball uphill for three years together, the third business partner, excuse me. And one day I decided to, I, I read this in a book and then I kind of used my own intuition and created my own thing. And I think I told you I did this, but I wrote down, I took three days and wrote down every activity I did, what I ate, who I talked to, um, like working out, uh, podcasts, work, whatever I did throughout three days. And the best days are like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday during the week, don't do the weekends. And, and then what I did after that is I rated each activity on how it made me happy slash energized one through 10. Wow. Okay. So for example, working together with this third business partner was like a three. Wow. All right. I didn't realize it was that low until I, you know, went through and, and took full awareness around this. And this is an activity anybody can do. This is really good. So, and then I looked at, you know, what did I eat for breakfast? How'd that make me feel? At the time I was drinking shakes. That was like a nine. I freaking love my shakes. <laughs> the best recipe for a shake, but, um, and the best protein too. So, uh, so that, and then, you know, um, time with my kids, time with my kids. And I, you know, you realize like, I love spending time with my kids, but after a, a lot of it, it's draining. Absolutely. Right. There's some energy yeah. parts of it, but then it gets draining. I, I was like, notice when it was throughout this process. And there was just a lot of different, again, I haven't talked about this in a, in a while. Cause this was about three years, three years ago, I did this two and a half. So um, you go through each one, you rate them one through 10, everything. Um, like if you mow the lawn, is that a nine or a 10 for you? Or is that a four? You know, is that like, as far as happiness and energy, is that like, is that something you really enjoy doing? So you do all these things and then you go through and your goal is to get rid of anything that's a seven or less. So wow. at the time I remember I was emailing five different email accounts a day and because we have a bunch of different products at the time and I did not, it was like a two for me mailing five, but I realized mailing one or two and keeping my hands on the ball was a 10. I enjoyed doing it. So I delegated three of those email lists to an employee. Awesome. Right. And then that two turned into a nine or 10. So that. you, I got rid of all the things that were stuff. I called my business partner the next day and broke off our business partnership. Oh my God. What a move. <laughs> and it wasn't in a mean way. It was no. like, Hey John, yeah. Excuse me, dude. Like, this is something that uh, we got to talk about. And then it was kind of like, we, we both kind of agreed. And he's been better off since and we've been better off. We sold our company afterwards. It was probably such a relief for him. Yeah. He said Maybe that he was upset at the beginning, but then it was a relief after for both of you. Is that true? Yeah. Um, he's yes. He, he wasn't even that. He was a little bit, um, but he, again, his personality is not expect much of others. Just kind of move through life. Everything works out. Everything happens for a reason, that kind of stuff. Love that. Love so that yeah. And it's, again, it's hard to have that mentality because a lot of, a lot of us operate from fear, which is fine. Again, it's just a learning curve. So I want to tell everybody just to go back and re-listen to that. Okay. Because that is insane. I think that is such a great tool to go back and 
go through your day and find out what gives you energy and what doesn't, even the food you eat. And that that is such a telling sign of why you're successful, Justin. That is such a telling sign. The just the little the little things, right? It's those it's those little things that add up, you know, that that really can propel you and push you to that success that some people go, I just don't get why I'm not, you know, breaking through. And it's like those little things that no one really talks about, they don't do, or they're just not, they're not willing to do those things. And and you were, so that's just unbelievable. I was shaking when you were saying that. Yeah. And it's, again, it wasn't always the, the way I was, right. I, I was floating through life, having no idea what the hell I was doing. I was just hustling. Yeah. Right. And a lot of it has to do with meditation, um, help me sit down and really take stock of my values and what I care about most and what I'm doing, like, what am I doing throughout the day? So uh, a lot of, like you said, and it's, again, it's, it's just being aware, right? So how often are we scrolling through our phone? That's an, that's a, an energy draining activity. We know that I saw, I'd scroll through my phone. I know while I'm doing it, I'm draining my energy, but I don't care at the time, you know, I know I'm doing that. Really? It drains um, your energy. I did not know that. <laughs> I swear. I really didn't know. I mean, it makes sense though. I really didn't think that I really wasn't even thinking that, but I guess it is but, because I guess when you're looking at stuff that because a lot of times you're looking at things that maybe give you anxiety. It gives you, it, it makes you feel like you're less than because you're seeing people live their best life. It, it really could probably take away a lot of the wind of your, out of your sail. So that, that actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I mean, even if you're, you know, my wife, she's funny. She'll like see me scrolling at, at a time and she'll go, oh, more motivation stuff, you know, because a lot of my stuff is motivation. And, you know, it's funny because we'll sit there and it'll be like, oh, yeah, that gets me going. And then I just go to the next post, you know, oh, yeah. And then it just goes to the next. And, and then eventually I'm like, oh, you know, I'm just kind of just taking this in and not really doing anything with it. No, and then but I start I like getting that. frustrated with myself. And then like, it's a lot of this stuff like, and then I'm like, oh, man, look at that guy's car. Like, <laughs> damn, I can't afford a car. Like, that'd be cool to afford. And then all of a sudden, you know, because people that are motivated have show off their stuff, you know, too. So then you start getting, like you said, you start getting envious. So you don't realize, but you know, maybe, maybe five minutes of it isn't draining. Right. But the next 15 are, who knows, right. it's, but it's important that. to take inventory of this, you know, um, is, you know, eat, eating, not, you know, eat, like, for example, I, I was telling you when I had, I picked Tuesdays and Thursdays to do my podcast on those days, I made sure that I ate for energy because I wanted to give my best self. Right. So I made sure my meals, I was eating for energy. I wasn't eating for taste like a burger or something. Cause that would totally drain you. What would you eat? What would I eat? So I would have yeah, my shakes. I'm, I'm full right now. And I, I probably made a bad choice. What I <laughs> <ate>. <laughs> so I, it had to be energy, right? So yeah. I would have my shakes. I would have my chicken salads, okay. right? Just those basic things. Like I, I never, I didn't eat anything with tons of cheese on it. Tons oh, of that's sodium, where I messed up. That's where I you messed know, up. pastas, stuff like that. Anything heavy. <laughs> What'd you have? I had like eggs and cheese. I was like, oh, I'll have a little, just a little bit of cheese. And then I added some rice to it. And then it was some hot sauce. And then I'm that's just, not bad. Yeah, I know. But eggs I think I over, overdid it a bit. But here's one thing <laughs> I wanted to talk about too, because, you know, I, I fell into meditation. Uh, I, and now I can't get away from it. I, I always say like in the morning, like, I don't always have to do it every morning because I'm, I'm following uh, this guy, Alex Ramosi, who's just an absolute absolute beast. And he's like, you don't have to be, 
you don't have to like literally have to do your morning routine every single day. Like you don't want to have to where if you miss your morning routine, you feel like crap. And I, right. and I was like, you know what? That was happening a little bit for me. I felt like I was going to, you know, lose my momentum if I didn't do every single thing in my morning routine. So then I was like, I don't want to be a prisoner to this. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and, I, and I kind of, but I always, when I do my meditation, I feel better. Right. So it's like, okay, it's a discipline. It's, it's something that it's like going to the gym. Obviously I don't always want to go to the gym, but every time I do it, I feel better. So it's like, ugh, I'm in a, and I'm in a tough spot there, but I know it's always a benefit to do it. How did you even come across meditation? Like what, what, how has that even happened for someone like you? So there was an event that changed my life. And I know, actually, I know, and I don't care, but some people have different feelings on Tony Robbins. Some people say he's a kook. Some people say he's amazing. I, he I changed him. my life. He changed Absolutely. my life. Um, I went to an event and that event was seven days and seven nights. It was called date with destiny. And for me personally, it woke me up to the track I was, I was on in life. And it was not a, it was not a good one at the time. This was actually, you know, yeah, I was making a bunch of money, but at the time, you know, I thought that's what would make me happy was just keep making money, right? Keep making money. And it was right. funny. I realized at this event, here's something that's really interesting for people listening. I realized at that event that my number one priority that I thought about every day was making, getting to the $10 million point of earning money. And then I'll be set. Then I'll be happy. That's so, right. So, I, but I was realizing that that was like, like I thought about that every day. Right. So I need, you know, get that 10 million. How can I, how can I grind? What can I do to get to that 10 million? Now here's the epiphany I had. What if I never in my life got to that 10 million or what if it took me till 60 to get to that? Yeah. That, good. Then from 30 years old to 60, 30 years of my life, I was just thinking about the future, never living in the present and never happy, truly happy with where I was at in life oh, because I was oh that that was like a light bulb aha moment at this event, like, holy crap. And then, you know, and, and the fact that I was putting money number one in my life was also a, like a thing. And I was wondering why I was like, like miserable half the day and like, always make like a ball buster all the time. You know what I mean? Like all these things that I just thought was who I was, but I wasn't realizing what, what, what it was that was affecting me to do that. So, um, that event did interest me to meditation, but I still thought it was weird. I was like, this is stupid. Like Tony, like they were making us meditate and I would just like close my eyes at the time. So I understand when people hear this, they're like, oh boy, meditation. Cause I was there. And the thing that changed it though, was a little bit of that. And then reading a book um, called miracle mornings, what millionaires do. And I'm like, I'll try this miracle mornings out. Hell, Elrod, great book. Two days after meditating two days, something changed inside of me. And I was like, what, what? I just remember being like, again, remember we talked about feelings you'll never get again. I'll never get that feeling again where something cracked in my brain because I don't think I truly ever in at the time, 34 years of living or 33 years of living just stopped and was silent and got rid of my thoughts for five minutes, for two minutes. 
If I stopped and was silent, my brain was doing something, talking to me, thinking about something, the next move, this or that, somebody else mad at, whatever it was. I never actually and you know, think that I ever had a time where I sat down for four minutes and just didn't think about anything. And after two days, it like I can't explain, I can't explain the feeling, right? It's just too hard to articulate. So I just had to keep going. And it was just this, this thing opened up. I have a, I have a 21 day course that I created. I would have never been able to create that course. If I didn't meditate, there was no way I'd have the motivation or the creativity. Like I always considered myself like smart, but not creative at all. When I'm meditating, open up something so creative in my mind, like this creative block just like exploded. And I wanted to just create things. Um, and I became a teacher on Insight Timer, re- a bunch of recordings, meditations, thousands of five-star reviews, some four stars, you know, it's just the way it is. <laughs> <laughs> Did the podcast, you know, all that stuff. So it's extremely motivating. So somebody asked me, you know, should you exercise it? Would you rather exercise every morning or would you uh, meditate every morning if you had to choose? And I always say uh, meditation first, because like, if you're going to choose to do something consistently, because once you do that, something will unlock inside of you that you'll want to go and exercise regularly. Oh, that's amazing. Do you know that's what I mean? So good. No, that's so good. I got uh, and that's the truth. And I, it's only because it's my experience. It's because it's my experience. Um, and that's, you know, that's, there's so much to talk. I could, we could do five hours on meditation and why, how it changed my life, but we won't. Um, if somebody asked me this word, we came should. Up, let's just go, let's just go. <laughs> <laughs> this word came up and I realize I'm not a guru. All I'm saying, I'm a 37 year old white dude. Right. So like, I understand that. Like I completely understand that the last thing the world needs is another 37 year old white dude, like boom, 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 Right. But like, I am just ex- talking from my experience. Right. No, my hey, personal I think don't don't cut yourself. That that's no. I'm not gonna allow that. <laughs> you know, don't no, because there you have a ton of value. And I think that thought process is is one of the reasons why I think you maybe stopped your podcast, is because you think that there was some sort of limiting belief there. And I'm saying that as a friend and as someone who thinks that. And obviously, I know there's a lot of other things that went into play that because we talked about this. But man, I really, I thought you did. A, I thought it was a really, really great thing that you did. It was a great show, and maybe you'll get back to it. I'm not saying you got to do it tomorrow. And I, but, but I think it's something that you should rethink about because I, I really think you want to, you know, for my own selfish uh, ideas, something that you should revisit. But anyway, we can we can talk about that later. Yeah, um, it's an interesting. Well, again, it go with awareness, right? What I realized is that I was falling down a territory um, and a section that uh, with guests and like stuff where I just, um, I wasn't enjoying it as much mm. as I was in the beginning. Fair enough. <clears throat> it started becoming a chore. Uh, and I had to start putting a lot more focus on my business to sell it. Because yeah. um, that was kind of like happening towards the end of my podcast. And so I decided that I was going to go to 100 guests and just stop it so that I can change, put my focus elsewhere. And um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much the reason I don't, it wasn't really, it truthfully wasn't because I was enjoying it. I had a great, I learned so much and you're going to learn a ton throughout this process. If there was one thing that somebody asked me, I spoke to a bunch of high schoolers um, locally here about entrepreneurship recently. And the question was, you know, what, if there's one thing, piece of advice you can give somebody 
besides just doing it, just like go create that thing, like shut the podcast off and just go create the thing. Uh, it would be relationships. So there's nothing. The reason I was able to sell my business was relationships. The person that bought it was someone that we knew hmm. um, through relationships, through somebody, through somebody else, right? Yes. Uh, all the connections we made to grow the business was all relationships, going to events. The thing that changed my life going to that event was creating that relationship with that individual and the other people in the room. Uh, relationships, 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 <clears throat> hands down um, is the number one thing. And one really cool tip that I'll give people listening, and I think you do this, Marty, is often, not every day, but often I'll text people something in the morning or not people, but somebody random, an individual, somebody I haven't talked to in a while, somebody I may have hurt in the past that I just recently thought about. And I was like, oh man, you know, I never really apologized to that person or somebody that might um, need just words of encouragement or just my mom and dad, just to tell them I love them, right? And I'll just send these messages out four or five days a week in the morning. And I've had people respond and tell me like, oh my God, you have no idea how bad I needed that message. Thank you. Like wow. this week's been rough. You know, and I've had people just respond, what's up, dude, you know, or something like that, whatever, you know, it doesn't matter. But <clears throat> again, it has to do with relationships. So I like to keep, I think I mentioned this to you, if you ever needed to reach out to somebody, it's a lot easier to reach out to them and ask for a favor or ask for help or whatever it is. Maybe you start a business and you're, you know, a, a lawn mowing business and you reach out to everybody in your phone that lives locally. And you're like, Hey, if you ever need someone to mow your lawn, let me know. It's a lot easier to say that if you've reached out to them in the past year. What a tip. No, that's you know? such a good tip, man. That's so good. Yeah. I, I think, you know, you were inspired me to do that. And, and then I've, I've now heard it a couple different times, but I think doing those little things is, um, I think that's like a way of like karma to come around to like just good things happen. Like you put a smile on someone's face, then you feel good about it. Like, you know, it's right. funny, like we, we do it to try to make other people feel good. And then all of a sudden you feel just as good when you do that for somebody, you know, and they say, wow, I really needed that. And now you go, okay, you just got to freaking zoom on the back. Like you just whew, right through life right after that, because you just felt so good. And I think that helps with momentum. That's with your energy. You're starting to attract better things. You start, you know, that, so it all makes sense that that would happen for you because you're doing the things again, that I don't think a lot of people do. They're, they're so head down, not thinking about anybody else. It's just, you know, money, 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 or it's, you know, trying to, but you're like, Hey, it's relationships. Like all these things don't typically like when you look at a business equal money, but it's actually exactly what equals money. The relationships are, you know, doing the good things, the energy, the positivity, those things that attract other great things into your life. I don't think there's like a, there's no like formula for it other than it's just something that you have to, you have to want to do. And if you do, I think it all works out, but that's amazing. We, well, Marty, I just listening to exactly what you just said, you kind of rounded up the conversation with, with everything we talked about. Uh, I believe, and I know this just because it's happened in my life and I've seen it a dozen times, dozens of times, everything you just talked about allows us to see, you know, keeping an open heart, all that kind of stuff allows us to see the opportunities that come our way and take advantage of them and be prepared for them. One of my favorite quotes was from an old mentor. You know who he is. He would always say, most prepared mind always wins, <clears throat> right? 
And so if you're doing, if you're, you know, staying in this space in this uh, that we're talking about today and doing these things or sometimes doing them and just keeping an open mind and open heart, you'll see the opportunities. That's the, that's another difference between people who are quote unquote successful in life and not. I have, I don't know, I'm not going to tell you who, because I'm not going to call them out on the podcast, but I have several people that I know have had handed, handed golden opportunities in their life and are just so blocked emotionally, spiritually, lifely, if that's even a word, just so blocked and blind to that. It, I, and, I, and it'll hit them in the face 15 times, 15 different ways. And then they'll still be, you know, struggling and hating their life and wonder why. And I just, and I can, and just from the outside, just be like, dude, you missed 15 different opportunities where you could have changed that. Absolutely. Like, how did you not see it? Right. And so I think that, that I think every, not most people have those opportunities in their life, especially if you're, you know, living, you know, middle, grew up in a middle-class family, you probably have even, you know, more of those. Um, than most. So, Absolutely. you know, that, that's why it's important. That's why what you just said and is so important because you're going to get those in your life you, and you got to take advantage of them. Um, the reason we sold our business was literally just because we were talking to people about us doing it and somebody heard us talking about it and told somebody and then got back to us. And we like, that's just how it worked. It wasn't, you know, and we had a broker working on it too, but they didn't even do it. It was us talking to people. <laughs> That's amazing. You know, and that's, you know, if we, you know, that's that person, that person that bought us was also in that space, right? They saw an, op an opportunity to buy us and we sold for some high seven figures. I and I mean, you know, it, cha it changes your life when you do that. Like I'm not living differently, but I'm a lot more comfortable. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, I didn't no, change definitely. my lifestyle. I didn't, I didn't but there is a big pool in the back area. That's I already had it though. I already had it. It's amazing. <laughs> I, I, I did, again, I didn't change my lifestyle because I was doing, you know, I was financially doing okay before. Um, but it's, you know, it's a lot more, a lot more comfortable now. <laughs> That's inspiring, man. It's inspiring. Yeah. But what, what, here's what I, I want to really kind of make this full circle. The reason why I brought up the sales stuff, the uh, insurance time, because you deserve it now. You, you got to understand from my point of view, right? Because you, this, I know you said, oh, I forget about this stuff. I'm, I'm focused on my day. And I get that. And I'm, I can appreciate that. But when anybody goes, hey, so I just sold my business and, and, and they go, yeah, okay. Oh, oh my God, seven figures, eight figures, right? All these things. I always go, that guy deserves it. People are like, oh man, F this guy. Or, oh, well, he was lucky. And it's like, you just, you should have seen him. I know, I remember. Cause I was doing the same thing. I was in the, in, I was selling a video on a city website, right? You, <laughs> yeah, we were. you guys got to understand something like this isn't something where it's like, Oh, by the way, it's like anytime somebody gets something like you did when you did, but you earned it, you earned it because of the shit you had to do. And there's a story there, whether we want to talk about, you know, whether it's like something that's always on top of your mind or not, it's what, got you to where you are today believe it or not so where you were was exactly where you needed to be to get to where you are today that's what i believe 100 percent. yeah i mean that's a great way to put it 100 100 
I, you don't, you know, people, you know, I'm, there's nothing I would change because obviously what got me to here, everything had to have happened. You know, exactly. the arguments, the arguments, the hard arguments with the, with the spouse, right? Oh. The hard arguments with the business partner, the breaking up with the business partner, the adding, the learning, the, it's everything. Everything adds up to, to, the, to that moment. And, you know, on my website, uh, and I don't, I'm not promoting anything currently, but on Please my website, do. just, just I, I, I'm just not in the, I'm, I'm not do I'm not making my rounds right now. Um, I have justinfrancisco.com. It's harmonize relationships in your home and everything falls in place a lot easier. Mm. You know, so the wife and I do therapy and we have hard conversations and, you know, we're not perfect by any means, but we're always, you know, working on it and growing. And then being a good parent and taking time for that and, you know, making the, the house, the home you want it to be as best as possible. So that everything else just kind of falls into place easier um, is, a bit, is a big tip that I like to. No, that's an amazing tip because I think that's, you know, what, what do they say? You know, tough times lead to hard men, hard men create easy times easy times create weak men, weak men create hard times. So when you have those hard conversations, that's how you, that's how you break through though, because it's like, well, you can either do it hard now to live easier. Or we could, we could have the easy conversation to live hard later. You know, it's like going to the gym. I always, it's always easier to kind of bring everything back to that because it's like, Hey, go through the tough time now going to the gym to live a easier life potentially than just forget the gym and then just struggle and have a really shitty life down the road. If you're you know, not taking care of your health, but I want to be Are cognizant any, of your time. I want to be cognizant you of any, your time. That's fine. I mean, honestly, I could do it. I, again, remember uh, this is one of my energy, uh, energizing things. Do you feel talking more to somebody. energy talking to me? Oh my God. I'll leave this thing ready to go <laughs> bench 5,000 pounds. Like ready Let's to go. go. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe it's cause I just love hearing myself talk. No, it's not really why. <laughs> uh, no, I, again, everything that I'm, I'm mentioning is just like, um, just 100% facts. You know what I mean? It's just the, the, it's exactly what I went through, what I learned. But again, it wasn't always like, there's a whole different, you know, there's a lot of ups and downs that go through all that. Um, do you have any fears, Marty? Yeah, absolutely. And the fear became very clear when I heard it on a Ed Milet show, when he said that, he thinks hell or fear of his, but he basically equated it to his own hell is that when we go to heaven and God shows you what your life could have been, if you reached your potential, like this is what you should have been. If you would have done the things that you knew you needed to do. And this is what your life could have looked like. That's what scares me is that I, I, potentially could miss out on that of a life that I'm supposed to truly live. That's my biggest fear. So then the next question would be, and I, I love that. And then, so the next question is, what does it, what does living a full life mean to you? You don't have to answer that, but no, I, I think let's, let's try this experiment. You know, so it, yeah. So what, what specifically does, you know, cause people say that, right. And then it's like, okay, so what is it? Is it living on a beach and then you wake up to the, the ocean every morning no you know is it having that. eight kids oh, is it definitely what, not that <laughs> <laughs> what is it that is like living your fullest potential like or being this is happy? gonna sound this is gonna sound crazy but i'm fucking doing it 
I really think I'm fucking doing it. And I'll tell you why. Crazy. I love it. I'll tell you why. Because something happened in my mind two years ago, not even a year ago, where I stopped giving a fuck about what other people think. And it was very difficult because I think you and I are the same in regards to in the beginning, you know, college and early 20s and, you know, maybe even early 30s, you are trying to you're trying to figure out things first off, but at the same time, you're, you're trying, it's kind of like you're, you're putting on a show um, for other people because you think that's what you're supposed to do. Like, Hey, you think that I'm this guy. So that means I have to be that guy. Right. And that is not who you're, that's really not what your identity is. You're, you know who you really are when you're by yourself. Um, And so I decided that, because I had been thinking about doing this for so long, doing a podcast, but I was like, ah, just what are people going to think? I don't want them to think I'm this, hey, I think I'm so cool and da, 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 da. I don't care. And it's felt so good to do it. I mean, I'm putting out the videos now. I'm doing the shows. I'm putting myself out there. And every time I put myself out there, I get more confident. So it's such a kind of a mind shift because you'd think, well, if I if I keep it in inside, then you know I don't want to let myself out there because I don't want my confidence to be be pushed or punched by people saying things. And it's been the complete opposite. It's the more I put out there, and the more I put myself out there, the more confident I get. And it's so crazy, but it's also makes sense because I remember one of the biggest selling things, one of the biggest selling techniques is you have to give to get. You have to give them something. You have to tell them about yourself. You have to open up and then you can get something back. And so, yeah, I, I think I'm really living it. I really do. What about you? Sweet. That's awesome. That's, that's, that's great. That's, that's, that, that's, I guess the perfect scenario, right? <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Yeah. yeah someone's got to live the perfect life and it should be well, me. Yeah, I mean, and and again, and it could change in in six months or two Absolutely. years. That's one Absolutely. thing that, that's one thing that I, I've realized is um, that it's okay to to change. You know, and it like, like you might like that you might love doing this for five years, and then just you know, hey, I'm I'm gonna take it, I'm gonna pivot, I'm gonna go some, I'm gonna pivot this and do this and or this or whatever, and it's okay. That stuff's okay. We get sometimes we get scared of changing, right? Um, but again, that's that uncomfortableness. You just, you just said it like we could stay comfortable and think that's giving us confidence. I agree. I I agree. I, I, I'm trying to figure out what's going to make me uncomfortable because I really, and I have to credit this all to wrestling. And that's one of the reasons why I I wanted to do this show is because I, I think I wanted to talk to wrestlers. So I'm glad I talked to you, someone who's, you know, you know, not a wrestler, but it's good because in the fact that. I think I I really won um, by doing that because of just the discipline it gave me and the uncomfortability of, you know, going on a map, you by yourself in front of a crowd and, you know, you're, you got a, you got a singlet on right in front of all these people. And oh, by the way, you are sucking weight and you have to go into to parties and to the lunchroom and eat just this tuna can and all those things that looking back, I can't believe I was able to do, but I did it. And so I just think that I kind of got an unfair advantage by doing that. 
because now there's really not much that could make me uncomfortable. But I also was kind of the guy that was like, when I was a kid, I would go out and do Broadway show nights and I would sing in front of people in seventh and eighth grade. So, you know, I, I kind of just got used to being uncomfortable, but yeah, I don't know, man. I, I'm, uh, I'm, I also, you know, it's, you know, one of the things you said about when people can't see opportunity and they are just, they could be handed everything and they're just still not happy mm-hmm. and they're just not figuring it out. You know what I think the key is? Do you know what it is? Tell me. Gratefulness. Yeah. That's a great way to look, to have an open heart is just be grateful, right? For, for things. That's what that savers method is part of describing, right? What are you grateful for? Just write down five things. Um, and you, it's funny, Marty and I will, we're, we're like-minded, right? So he, we used to send each other like our great, our grateful list for the day. Oh, wow. That? That's right. It's yeah. been a while. Oh, it's been God. a while. That's it's amazing. like, look what I wrote today. Look what I wrote today. Look what that's I wrote amazing. today. Right? We should get back kind of, to that. Yeah, dude. If you hold each other accountable like that every now and then, it's a, that's good stuff. That's really good stuff. No, I think gratefulness is, uh, is really important. And I think that it, uh, it will help you when you ever, you're feeling like a certain way, good or bad just feeling grateful for it's like, Hey, I got shelter. I mean, we could go crazy on this subject. We could go nuts. Um, yeah. I mean, and, and, stupid yeah. and you can go on social media and find a million people that talk about that too. Right. Cause it's so important. That's why, yeah. you know, it's yeah. like, don't, don't wash it. Like somebody might be list, listening and go here. We go with gratefulness again. Right. Like, but like the reason it's repeated so much is because of how powerful and important it is. Like that's, yeah, there's but that's no another thing. denying it. You Just, have that's to... another thing. I don't think a lot of people even know. You know what? You it's might because be right. we are so immersed brainwashed and we watch the same. That's why you go, yeah. Yeah, I'm on my phone and I'm looking through all my motivational people. And it's like, yeah, <laughs> I think that <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you know how many people are not doing that, bro. It's everyone's the complete opposite. They're looking at all the bullshit. I think. Okay. Then here's the thing. Go. If, 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 if there's people listening that aren't, you know, attuned to that or see it, like you're right, you know, that's, and that's another, another, you're, you're totally right. So for example, I thought everybody knew who Tony Robbins was. So every time I tell my story to somebody random or somebody I meet, they're like, who's Tony? I can't believe how many people I'm like, holy shit. I thought everybody knew who he was. So anyway, um, so when we're talking about confidence, like it, sometimes it's not fair because you, yeah, you did that stuff when you were little. So you, you naturally gained confidence right or maybe your parents instilled it in you but same with myself you know my I, you know growing up my i couldn't do no wrong you know my parents were like you're the best and like exactly. gave me so much damn confidence like it yeah. was almost blind confidence um which is fine right so but there's some you know some people didn't grow up that way 100 so they have to relearn they have to unlearn and relearn and trust me i had a lot of things i had to unlearn or relearn um you know i compassion empathy all that stuff still learning um but one thing i that i heard that i'll never forget um that taught people how to have confidence real simple real simple thing little wins doesn't need to be selling a company for seven figures to gain confidence did you wake up and did you floss before you went to bed boom confidence because 98% of people are not flossing at night before they go to bed. (laughs) So doing the, doing the little things, right. Did you, did you, um, treat your body with respect today? 
boom, confidence. Did you go to the gym? Confidence. Did you eat? Uh, did you make the, the last meal you had? Was it a, a decently healthy choice? Boom. And realize these little things you're doing that are just, those are wins. And you can That's just so add good. them up, add them up, so add them up. And those little things, and then just do even extra stuff, but it doesn't have to be huge. It doesn't have to be huge. Read a book. If you haven't read a book, go read a book. Mm. Huge win. Huge win. Huge win. If you only read two books a year, read five. It's a huge win. Um, that gives you so much more confidence, those kind of things. And, well, and so if you're somebody- too. Learning, Let me yeah, add to that too, because I, I really want to elaborate a bit on that because it's something that I've been thinking about a lot is confidence. And it's because I'm the biggest believer that the more confidence we have in ourselves, the bigger risks we're willing to take. Sure, sure. Right. And the bigger risks we're willing to take, that's how you can hit those grand slams of selling a business for seven figures. That's yeah. just my opinion, right? Yeah. And, it, and I don't even think it's opinion. It's a fact. Here's the other thing about that. And I want to just, I want to dig in a bit. It's not just the little wins. It's recognizing the win. So it's, it's, it's doing it, but then going, I did it and not glossing over it Yeah, and giving yourself that credit. Because I think people kind of, they'll do it, they'll do it and they'll do it. And then they'll go, okay, I needed to do all five or whatever. No, you, you do the one and then just mm, remember it, like really punch it, punch it down and be like, yep, got it. Wow. That's smile. good. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Smile got about it. it. Smile, yep, about, smile it. about it and recognize it. And that way yeah. it, it kind of hits and settles in a bit. The other thing I'll say on it, because I'm a, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm constantly thinking about how I can do this because as business owners, we're always trying to get more confidence because trust me, there's punches in the stomach that can take out that confidence. So we're always building up that muscle. And I think it's, it's the little wins, but it's keeping the promises to yourself. If you say you're going to floss, floss. If you say you're going to go to the gym, go to the gym. If you say, so it doesn't have to be a lot of them. There it is right there. You keep that promise. And that is how you really, really gain confidence. That's that's next level type. Yes, that is absolutely true. That's great, Marty. And when you tell yourself something, do it. And that's that's, that's how you- Well, and that all comes full circle because that's what you said- when you said, Hey, I'm going to do this. I, you know, I actually got back to people. I actually went to Denver. I actually did email that person. I actually did text Marty back. Those are the reasons why you have confidence because you've kept the promises. Right. I mean, that's really what it is. Yeah. And Oh, by the way, this is like, this isn't just something that you do and then you have it forever. It's, it's a, it's an effort. It's a yearly, weekly, monthly, whatever you want to say effort, because talk to almost any, what do you want to call them? A guru or whoever they'll tell you they suffer from imposter syndrome all the time. Even if they have 5 million followers, there's at times they'll still go, why are people listening to me? Like, I don't, what the heck? And they'll fall into that sometimes. I agree. Right. Right, Marty. I mean, I, think, I, 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 I only know why. that from interviewing people on my my old podcast. That's the only reason I know I know that. Well, I think I know why. I think I know why people have imposter syndrome. It's because we're all learning. Yeah. We're all learning from someone else, and we learn. For me, I'm, the reason why I'm doing the show is that it's for me to learn, and then it's also for me to regurgitate some of the things I've learned to teach people 
so that it in so that it cements even more in my brain. I mean, that's yeah. why the, that's why I want to be a teacher. That's why I'm a coach. That's why I'm a mental mindset coach, is because it helps me remember things better. And it's something that I practice now. So I think that's one of the reasons why we have imposter syndrome is because, hey, it's like, well, I just learned that from, you know, Ed Milad or Tony Robbins or Jim Rohn. I mean, these are all things that I've learned and now I'm saying it, but the, you know, people still need a mouthpiece, okay? People still need to hear it from Marty Grisani. They need to hear it from Justin Francisco. You know, people still need to hear it from different points of view. Because I don't have two kids, but Justin does, right? I didn't start where Justin does did, and I didn't sell a seven-figure business, but Justin did. But Justin hasn't been in properties and flipped houses and built up portfolios, but Marty has. And that's why you need to hear from, from me. But that's why also why, if you're going down Justin's point, that's why you need it from Justin. So everybody's going to hear it from different people because it's going to resonate with them, and that's what's going to get them to the next level. And that's what we're here to do is to get people to the next level. I love it. That's all. That's all great. Just, yeah, that's great, man. That was, that was awesome. I feel this like, awesome. uh, I feel like this was a good way to wrap up. I feel yeah. like, uh, I feel like that the, the last, uh, 20, 30 minutes has really been like the power for people. Like if you were listening in the beginning, I'm sorry, that was my fault. Justin was great. I had a, a couple of questions that, uh, that were swings and misses, but guess what? It's my first episode. <laughs> so, uh, you either great, get with Marty. it or get without it because I'm still going to be here and I'm going to still rock and roll. Justin, I want to thank you so much for being on the show. You are a delight. You are a great friend. You are a better father and you are a mentor. And I can't wait to see what uh, you do next. Hey, you're incredible, Marty. Honestly, I, I appreciate what you're doing here. We need more of this. And uh, thank you for, for having me. Honestly, it was, it was fun. I had a lot of fun. All right, buddy. See ya. See you guys. Bye. Thanks for coming. Thank you for tuning into the Marty Grisani Show. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, leave us an honest rating and review. If you're on Spotify, make sure you follow us for weekly episodes.